Welcome back, everybody, to episode 23 of the Dylan Krasinski Show. We are here in my bedroom in Brooklyn, ready to rock. Am I sweating? Yes. Did I just get out of I just got out of the shower, so my hair is wet. It's not all sweat, but you know when you get out of the shower and you're immediately just like sweating? That's exactly what's happening right now. I don't know if you can hear the air conditioning in the background, but it is going. And I'm still sweating. So I'm probably glistening. Like a, like, a, like a Greek god who, who's just gotten out of the pool. Did they have those Greek Greek pools Is it, or the Roman baths? Have you ever been to a Roman bath? Oh, they're great. I used to, uh, when I was in Boston, uh, I used to go to the, uh, the Roman bathhouse. Oh, man, real fun. It was actually called Dylan's Under the Bridge in Chelsea. And, uh, you know, it's weird when I was, when I was working, uh, as a lawyer at the DA's office and some of the, uh, me and some of my pals, uh, other lawyers there, we would go after work, which now I think about it. I remember one, one or two of the guys were like, didn't come. Cause they were like, this is weird. I, I don't think I want to go. Uh, and we were like, what? Come on, dude. It's, it's a fun time. And then you would go and you literally just get naked and put on a towel and go into the steam room and the and like we went on a weekend one time dude they're the guys in there they're just like whipping people you can get like a treatment where you just get whipped with like an olive branch and they like dip it in something and then like hit you on the back with it. it's supposed to release the toxins i love it it's a great hangover cure you go you hang out so you go like steam shower sauna like the dry heat the shower, the wet heat, it's and you just go back and forth. Dude, there are some guys in there, the guys who like, it's their clubhouse kind of thing. I remember the first time we went, we're like, we go, we get our towels and everything, and they got like a, a like a, a table set up with all these snacks. Dude, they had like a seafood platter. Nothing is more disgusting than a seafood platter in a bathhouse, okay? I feel like the, the just the moisture and humidity in the air is gonna cook that stuff and just make it go bad. It's absolutely disgusting. I can't believe they did it. But I remember, dude, there was fucking king crab legs laid out on this table. And I was like, yeah, do I want one? Nah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it was a great time. It was a great time. I don't, uh, I miss that. Yeah, Dylan's in Chelsea. If you ever, if you ever find yourself in Chelsea, uh, depending on the time of day, uh, immediately leave. But if it's a, if it's in the morning, you know, find Dylan's. Uh, it's actually right down the street from Santarpio's, this uh, famous pizza place in Massachusetts. So yeah, we used to go to the bathhouse and then go get a couple slices, baby, and then go back into the city. It was a good time, and uh, I miss it. I miss it a lot. Uh, actually, I think maybe some of them. Listen to the pod. So, uh, yeah, it, it was very, very fun. Very good time. Uh, we went probably, we probably went like 10 times. 10 times in like, we were, at one point we were going like once, once a week. You know, maybe twice a week. <laughs> it was a weird, weird hobby that I got into. But, uh, yeah. And uh, I remember they had a paper sign. They had a paper sign that, on one of the doors that was just like it scribbled in pen and it just said any lewd activity will be fully prosecuted by the law so you know nobody's going in there and pulling their dicks out and you know 
jerking off or something. But other than that, four minutes in, here we go, baby. Here we go. Welcome to the pod. Available, the Dylan Krasinski Show. Let's get it started. Did we start? Kind of. The Dylan Krasinski Show, available every Monday. We have new episodes out. Uh, clips on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Dylan, Dylan Krasinski. Give me, give me a subscribe. Give me a follow if you don't. At Dylan Krasinski. Uh, full videos available on YouTube, audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else that Anchor decides to distribute it. I just upload it and they put it out to the world, baby. That's kind of what I do. So, yeah, welcome to the show. If uh, if you're here for the first time, you know, it's a lot of content like that bathhouse story. If this is a repeated, a repeat listen, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. Granted, I could. If nobody listened, I would still do it. But I really appreciate picturing that I'm, I'm talking to someone and not just to the ring light that's sitting in front of me in my room. A little peek behind the curtain. There it is. There it is. I hope everybody had a good week. I am having a great week. As you know, as I talked about, I'm living in Brooklyn now. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, I've been out doing a lot of comedy. Um, you know, just bouncing around, trying to get back into the scene. It feels like, you know, taking some time off during quarantine, during lockdown, it feels like all, like half of the places that I was going and half the people that I had met and that I was seeing just like don't exist in the comedy world anymore. Like all these bars, these bar shows, some of the clubs have just shut down. Uh, and then like new ones have popped up. So people like started doing comedy in quarantine. Can you imagine that? Like you start comedy, like your first year of comedy is just doing zoom open mics what a nightmare what a nightmare and now all of a sudden you're back in it you're starting like officially and you're in front of crowds and shit i mean come on i mean more power to them that's i feel like if i was doing zoom open mics i would have never continued doing comedy it just sounds like a nightmare i didn't do any zoom open mics over quarantine i did a couple like shows in person but like nope nope get it out of here i'm not about it and they are better. I mean, they're not as bad as the, I think the park shows are better than the Zoom open mics, but all right. Now I'm not going to talk about comedy and Zoom comedy. It's uh, that's not why you're here, baby. That's not why you're here. You're here for, you know, I don't know why, to be honest. I don't know why, but you know what? You are here and I, I love it. Um, what was going on? So I was away this weekend. I was in Vermont, you know, Real fun time, real good time. We had my mom's side of the family up there hanging out. Dude, something about being in Vermont just makes you feel like a man, right? Just makes you feel real manly. You know, you go out, you, we were chopping wood, we were cutting trees down, drinking outside. Uh, and then you can just, you know, we're doing all this manly stuff. And then I was like, hey, why don't I go and make a plate of charcuterie? Why don't I go get to the, the charcuterie? I'll make the charcutes, you know? Let's get, I'll get in there. Listen, nobody makes a better charcuterie plate than I do. I make a great charcuterie plate. And yes, is it pronounced charcutes? Yes, it is. That's how I say it. Okay? Because it's fun. If you're listening and you're like, he, he's pronouncing it wrong. Say it like I do with a little attitude. Charcutes. Charcutes. Like you're from California. You know? It's very fun and it just rolls off the tongue. You know what the important part about a charcuterie board is? Is attention to detail it's the accessories you know everybody puts in there you know you gotta get 
you got to get your main your main stuff in, right? You got to get your your mozzarella, you got to get your prosciutto, you got to get your salami, your pepperoni, you got to get you got to get your staples in there. Uh, but then once you get that on, organizing. Very um, meticulous with organizing the meats and the cheeses, right? So you can do them in fun ways. You roll them, you can ribbon them. I've watched videos. I've watched YouTube videos about how to best assemble charcuterie boards, okay? Don't even get started with, you know, who you're messing with right now. I'm a very, uh, I, I would say that I'm not an expert, but I see some of these people who are starting these Instagram businesses making like these charcuterie plates. I'm better than a lot of them. I'm pretty good. I don't want to talk it up too much, but I'm a very good charcuterie board assembler. Because um, you know what it is. Then you got to have a theme. You're not going to mix, mix Mediterranean and Italian with, with like springtime or fall, you know. So you got to get your staples on. Then I like to do something like either a jam or a honey. Uh, this weekend I did a, uh, a jalapeno jelly, which paired perfectly with a little brie on a cracker. Very simple, very elegant, very nice. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but this one, this this plate that I made, it was for about 30 people. So it was a very, it was a hodgepodge. I was mixing Mediterranean with Italian, with American. We're just all over the place. Uh, but you know, the, the accessories are nice. You put, you, I cut up some, uh, I cut up some dried figs quarter them, sprinkle them all over the plate, add some color. I took uh, some pistachios, sprinkled them all over the plate, add a little crunch, you know, and then you do a separate bread plate, separate uh, uh, cracker plate. You know, don't get me started because I could talk about charcuts for about an hour and a half, um, which is I hope I there. But anyway, we're up in Vermont, so we had a great time hanging out. And it's funny how you can go from real manly to real not manly. I don't think there are two opposite activities uh, more different than chopping wood and assembling a charcuterie board. I think those are about as opposite um, on the spectrum of masculinity activities that you could you could ever do. Uh, but you know what? That just shows my range. Shows my range as a person because I enjoy doing both of them. I love chopping wood. I love chopping wood. I, I uh, you know, either by hand or we have one of those woods, the log splitters. Dude, if you've never used one of these things, it's literally like a hydraulic system, a gas-powered hydraulic system where you you just have to lift these stumps, these logs onto it, and then you, you push a lever and it's like, dude, it cracks these things in half. Like things that you can't split by hand, and you're like, dude, this is never going to split. It just... It crushes them like a toothpick. It's unbelievable. And it makes stacking wood, like filling a woodshed, so much easier. But it's it's very fun to do. Uh, it's oddly satisfying. You know, it's oddly satisfying taking, looking at like an empty woodshed and slowly just filling it up with, with as tall as the ceiling, you know. Uh, but we go through a lot of wood up there in Vermont. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. The summer's to, to build it up, winter's to use it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I was up there. You know what I, you know, one thing that did happen that was kind of funny that I thought about, dude, there, there are, uh, there are animals everywhere, right? Dude, we see, ba we've seen bear. My cousin was driving up our driveway and 
we were telling them, we're like, you know, there are some bear around, but they typically stay away from humans. So don't worry about it. Uh, if you see it, it's black bear. It's not like grizzlies or anything. The black bear in Vermont and like the Northeast are very, they're terrified of humans. Like they'll fucking leave their cubs apparently because they're scared of humans. Grizzlies don't do that. Grizzlies like will just fucking cut your head off. Uh, but yeah, we're like, yeah, well, you might see some bear. I still haven't seen one yet, um, but there have been some spots. There have been some spottings on our property. Uh, my cousin is driving up on Sunday morning, coming, coming to like have breakfast or whatever, and uh, he gets up to the top, and they were like, dude, we're literally driving up the driveway. And a bear just ran across the driveway. Are you kidding me? I was like, holy shit. I'm terrified of them. Even though people keep saying, oh, they're they're skittish, whatever. Dude, I'm horrified to see a bear. I know I'm going to like end up seeing one. And I'm going to be like, get the fuck out of here, dude. This is out of control. Um, but yeah, so uh, we were up there. So there's animals everywhere, right? And I'm filling up the woodshed. And I see something out of the corner of my eye. I hate mice. I hate mice. I hate rats. So anytime I see something like that, these small, slithery, like, you know, snakes, rats, these things, whatever, uh, it, like, sends a chill up my spine, right? So I see what I think is a, mi a mouse on the corner of my eye, and I was like, oh, God, oh, God. And then I, I, like, a split second later, I look, and it's just a chipmunk. And I was like, oh, it's so funny how I just instantly relax. Dude, mice and chipmunks are literally the same animal. And I don't know why we react so differently. Squirrels and rats, same thing, same animal. If I see a rat, I saw a rat last night walking around the city and I like literally cross the street. It like just sends like something into my whole body that I'm like, get it away from me. Uh, but dude, squirrels are literally just rats with bushy tails. And for some reason, we're just like totally fine with them. I don't get it. Um, I wish that I felt the same way about rats and mice that I do about chipmunks and squirrels. I wish they didn't bother me because every time I see them, I'm like, uh, uh, I like freeze. Uh, it's, you know, very not manly. Uh, I admit that, but Hey, listen, I'm here to speak my truth. I'm here to be honest with you guys. Um, but yeah, we were up there in Vermont, real good time, real good time. And then I got home, I got back to the city and uh one of my buddies uh was in town and a comic so we were you know hanging out we were uh we went out we went out late and we bounced around some shows we went out drinking and uh dude we were out we were out crazy until like 4 a.m maybe we ended up taking an uber he was staying at my place so we ended up taking an uber back uh back there at like four but dude there was a point so we were at the bar until like 3.30 and then we left and we got some food uh, at one of the like uh, streetcars or whatever. And we're just like standing in the street eating and it's like four of us, right? So it's like, it's a little sketchy in certain areas, you know, obviously at like 4 a.m. That's what they tell you. Nothing good happens after midnight. And that is the truth, right? That is the truth. I mean, what, what is it? 2 a.m., 3 a.m.? They always say that with like uh, athletes, professional athletes. I forget who... Uh, who had the quote, but one of the coaches was adamant about that. It was like, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. And like would always tell his athletes, like, you got to get home. Just 1 a.m., 2 a.m., nothing good's going to happen. Get out of there. So, dude, we were out till like 4 a.m. And we're eating food in the street. And I'm looking around. I'm like, it's a little sketchy. So all of a sudden I turn around. Dude, I turn around. We're talking. And it's four, four dudes. So I'm kind of like, you know, aware, but it's also like, dude, what's, 
what is one person going to jump four people? Like, you know? So I turn around. I just got that like feeling, dude, in the back of my neck, you know? And I was like, aware, you know? And I turn around and I see there's like four fucking homeless dudes, like just kind of doing the stumble and they're like slowly circling us. And dude, as soon as I turned around, I took a step back and like looked at each one of them. They fucking scattered. Dude, they were circling us like dogs, like wild animals circling their prey. And I said that. I was like, dude, my buddies that were there, they were like, oh, you're being ridiculous. I do. I go, dude, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. They were just fucking circling us. And then they, you know, ran away and they're fucking smoking crack or whatever like that. But, you know, who cares? Um, I mean, granted, they're not going to do anything because they're very – they would, but they're very skinny. They're very, like, fucking emaciated. So they're not going to end up fighting us. But that's the thing. You don't want to fight a homeless person. Dude, a guy, like a homeless dude, touched my arm. He touched my shirt yesterday. He, like, tapped me on the shoulder. And I looked at his hand. His hand was, like, rotting. I think I have to burn that shirt now. You know, Listen, you might say, oh, where's your empathy, Dylan? But it's like, yeah, I have empathy. Just stay away from me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, this guy's like hand is like is like black. It's like rotting away. And he's like touching me with it. And he's got, I see all dirt under his nails. I'm like, dude, you just touched my arm. I got to go home now. Okay? Very rude. Very rude. But that's what I'm saying, dude. The, uh, you know, things can get sketchy at a certain time. So uh, I haven't been staying out. We don't make it a habit right? It's not a habit to stay out till 4am, but it's a special occasion. We're hanging out, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I've been taking the sub with subways. Great, dude. Other than, you know what, you know, this is my one thing, dude, the people who are eating food on the New York city subway, what are you doing? What are you doing? Dude, I cannot imagine sitting on the subway and just taking out food. I was with a buddy once, one of my friends, and he like took out a sandwich out of a plastic bag and started eating it on the subway. I was like, dude, I feel like the amount of germs just in the air that if you're going to open your mouth, like there's so much shit that's going to go in it. Okay. The only thing worse than that is buying food on the subway platform. This is what you see in New York. You see all these like ladies who will sell fruit in like Ziploc bags. And we're not talking like bodega fruit. This is like homemade. They went home, they cut up, they slice up a mango, slice up a watermelon, and then they just put it in a Ziploc bag and they go sell it on the subway platform for like $1.50. Dude, who is buying that? I've never seen someone buy subway fruit. But you know what? Maybe I'll try it. Maybe next time I see it, I'll buy it and then I'll talk to you guys about it. Because you know what? Why not? I end up getting food poisoning. I end up dying. That's the worst case scenario. But until that's proven to happen, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Next time I see it, you know, I have to I have to stop being so judgmental. You know, this could be the best. Imagine I have it and it's just like the best fruit that I've ever had. I mean, changed my life. Changed my life. You know, you don't know. All, all of a sudden, like, all other fruit is ruined for me because the Subway platform fruit is, you know, tastes better than anything I've ever tried. So I shouldn't be so judgmental. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to I'm going to next time I see it, I'm going to buy it. We'll see. But speaking of that, I uh, so I told you I was up in Vermont. I was up in Vermont. And uh, dude, listen, to this. I. My mom is extremely thoughtful and she's extremely kind, uh, but also sometimes it's inconvenient <laughs> for me, right? So I love watermelon. I love watermelon. It's one of my favorite fruits, right? I'm in Vermont and my mom's like, 
oh, well, uh, I got you a watermelon to take back with you. And I was like, oh, thank you, but I have to take the train. She's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Just carry it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? What? Well, I'm going to bring a loose watermelon on the train? So I ended up taking it. And I'll tell you this. When you have a suitcase, a backpack, and just a loose watermelon on the train, just carrying a loose watermelon, dude, it looks like you just found a watermelon. I don't know. But you look like a crazy person. You look like a lunatic. Like, homeless people are judging you. They're like, what? Did that guy just steal? People are looking at you. Like, did that guy just steal a watermelon? They're $1.50 out of bodega. You can get him three bucks, an entire watermelon. Why is he just carrying, not in a plastic bag, just a loose watermelon? You look like a lunatic. So my mom was so nice to get me this watermelon that I ended up taking it, taking it from Vermont to uh, to uh, uh, Brooklyn. Um, I'll tell you this, and it was like an organic watermelon. I hate to say this, but the whole journey, it wasn't very good. It's good, but it's it's one of those like organic watermelons, so it's got the seeds in it. I don't know why they still make those. I don't know why they still make watermelons with the seeds in them. Because like we figured out how to like genetically in, engineer it not having the seeds, the, the, those black seeds that you can't eat, right? So dude, I'm just like fucking eating it. Now there's like a hundred seeds. So it ruins the experience of eating watermelon. I like watermelon when it's like crisp, like it's got snap to it, you know, you bite it, it's almost like an apple, it's got snap, it's cold, and it's got snap, that's how I like my watermelon, I don't like this mealy seed, you know, I'm literally, I'm, I'm like mushing it up in my mouth, and like spitting out the seeds, and you can't just bite it, chew it, because every bite, you're getting three to five seeds, not about that, I hate it, I hate that, uh, so you know what, I have half the watermelon left in my fridge, I ate half of it, you know, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, but the seeds really ruined the experience. I, I don't like that. I do not like that. Um, yeah. So that's what's that's what's been going on. That's what's been happening. Uh, where are we at? We're at 21 minutes. All right. Well, what else can we talk about here? Uh, I talked about the chipmunk in Vermont eating on the subway. Hmm. Well... <clears throat> I felt like I was gone. Now we, we've reached a low. I feel like I was, you know, hot, ready to go. Uh, and now, you know, things have taken a, a lulling turn. But, you know, we're still here. We're still here. Uh, 22 minutes. I um, What's big in the news right now? I don't know. As soon as this comes out, it won't even be like people. It won't even be news anymore. But, you know, uh the U.S. leaving uh, Afghanistan. We're not going to talk about that. That's, you know, nobody needs uh, to have any takes on that. It is crazy, though. I mean, the videos that are coming out, I will say that. Like, everybody who's like, uh, you know, fuck, fuck America. I don't want to live here. This place sucks. It's like, dude, watch those videos of these people fucking hanging on to the plane that's leaving. People are trying to hang on to the plane because they're like, fucking get me out of here, dude. Get me out of here. Uh, you know, makes where we're living look pretty good. Look pretty good. I did see this. I saw one article. So the Taliban moving back into Afghanistan, right? Kind of crazy that like 20 years and now we're just like, see you later. Uh, and they're just like, oh yeah, we're coming back. I did see one article that they're really trying to spin a positive outlook on this, like to really make it like, oh, things are, things are fine. Things are good. 
where it was like, uh, it goes, um, Taliban vows to, uh, in new regime, to give women more rights than before. <laughs> what does that even mean, dude? It's like, I was like, dude, what an insane headline. I legit read that. That was on like CNN. And it was like, new Taliban regime vows to give m women more rights. And it was like, what is that? What the fuck? Dude, oh, so you won't like be beheading people for disobeying? Um, I also saw I saw a video where they were interviewing like a Taliban leader, and he was like, "If you steal, we will cut your hands off. If you if you uh, if you like cheat on your spouse, you will be stoned to death." And uh, the reporter was like, "You know, don't you see how people around the world are like?" Ah, this is a little bit of a problem, right? This is a little bit uh, extreme. And he was like, well, what do you want? What do you want people to just be stealing? You want people to be running around in the streets? I guess, to be honest, you know, if, they're, if, if the punishments for like minor crimes were so severe, I guess we probably wouldn't have crime, you know? I mean, there's a reason why people don't bring weed to Singapore. I'm pretty sure you get like a life sentence. I think you could be put to death. For bringing drugs to Singapore, like weed, we're talking about marijuana. You can be put to death. So, like nobody brings marijuana to Singapore. Uh, it, I mean, that's crazy. It's a lunacy. Um, but yeah, I guess if you have just wild, I mean, thank God, like in you know civilized nations, we don't have that shit. I just read an article about uh, they found they found this um, relics, like this golden statue in. Uh, dating back to like ancient Rome and the Roman Empire, proving that uh, they've never found, like they knew that this happened, but they never found any like statues depicting it. And it's, dude, it's predict, uh, predict, uh, predicting, it's depicting um, like criminals and prisoners being executed by lions. Like, can you imagine that shit? If we still did that today, that's insane. Like you steal, you steal a television from someone's house and they convict you, bring you on down to the arena and they just let some lions loose. Like insanity, dude, insanity. I mean, you're still dying either way. You know, I don't, I don't think that the, uh, the electric chair or however they do it now is, uh, you know, I have no idea, but all hard, like what a fucking way to go, dude. You just like getting eaten alive by a lion and all you can hear is everybody cheering. <laughs> I mean, good Lord, good God, what a way to go. People are just like, you You look up and they're eating turkey legs as you're just being eaten from from like the legs up and you don't, you don't pass out until you lose enough blood so you feel every single fucking lion tooth bite. Insane. And you just look in and all these people, you're like, that's the fucking... Jerry, who lives next door, and he's watching me get getting eaten by a lion. Um, too much. That's too much. Yeah, no, insane, insane. Couldn't handle it. That's that's fucking crazy. Thank God we don't do that now. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a. Uh, I saw I read that that headline and um, about uh, yeah, th they found this golden statue dating back, and that's just showing like literally guys watching a, a guy get eaten by a lion nuts nuts uh so yeah guys that's what's going on this week a uh, shorter episode this week but uh thank you for listening uh thanks for being here uh we're here every week every monday this is episode 23 um 
almost at almost at six months doing this every single Monday, every single week, six months. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Excuse me, that I was able to stay consistent and I'm staying consistent. You know, is the is it getting better? I hope so. I don't know. Um, so here we are. That's it. Uh, every Monday at the Dylan Krasinski show on Instagram, Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Dylan Krasinski full video every Monday. Um, iTunes and Spotify. And that's it for the episode, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night.